Hello, this is Keisha Lewis, and welcome to Sunny Side Up, a review of last week's happenings in the social media world with some Trini seasoning. This is episode 3, with news from the 4th to 10th of March. What a week! A co-opulate, a music video, stockmark to the masses, and India takes a bold leap in the world of digital payments. And now for our top stories this week. A New York court rules that tweet embeds can violate copyright. This was a ruling on a case in which a photographer sued several media publishers, including Yahoo and Vox Media, for breach of copyright. They had embedded tweets containing a photo he took of Tom Brady, which was then shared by many to several social media outlets, including Twitter. Now, this decision is a major one. Of course, it has gone to appeal, but if it's upheld, it can mean major changes in the way these publishers make use of social media posts. It could be the end of those wonderful articles that we love so much. The ones where they would quote tweet after tweet of people giving their opinions on various issues and embedding their tweets in their articles. But I always wondered, do they even get permission from these people to embed these tweets? But I guess before this ruling, it was treated as public content. Anybody could use it. But now, if this ruling is upheld, that can change. So, we keep our ears on the ground to find out what's the next step. Of course, here in Trinidad, it mightn't really affect us too much, but it's definitely something we'll have to be extra careful of, especially when we consider interacting with international publishers or even making references to tweets that come from the states, North America, etc. And then there's the whole issue of what happens to all those other photographers and content creators that now smell blood in the water? Can they now go and sue various publishers as well? We don't know. So it's an interesting state of affairs. We'll let you know what's going on from here on. On to the next story. Twitter seeks to streamline use of their platform. So even as this new court ruling shows up that potentially could make things a little more complicated, Twitter continues to push forward to streamline their platform and to make things simpler. So it'll be quite a balancing act that this Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey would have to play. Now according to a Social Media Today article, and I quote, at a Goldman Sachs Technology and Internet Conference this week, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey said the platform is still too difficult for users to get a full grasp of. Unquote. You think? Now, I shouldn't be so harsh. I mean, for me, I like Twitter. I've, I've been very much involved with Twitter since my, since my days as a teacher. I got involved with the Twitter educator community based in mostly in North America, England, these areas. And I really met I met some really amazing people via this community and 
I got to know Twitter through that group. So when I heard about all the craziness and the toxicity and all that, I really was, I did not have a personal experience with it because, you know, my first foray into it was interacting with other teachers who were there because they wanted to improve themselves as educators. To me, I get that some people don't get Twitter. Um, it took me a while to get Twitter and it was because I was in a very sheltered space, essentially. And I'm happy to hear that the Twitter CEO is, is taking some major steps, at least that's what he's saying. He's taking some major steps towards making things easier. Again, according to the article from Social Media Today, they are looking to make the following changes in order to solve this problem. These changes include one, greater personalization of the on-platform experience by improving its algorithm and data matching. So I guess they're trying to match people a little better. We'll see. To make it easier, make it easier for users to express themselves on the platform. I'm not sure how I feel about that one. And from what I can tell, users are expressing themselves really well, a little too well in some cases. And the third one is to increase options beyond the text posts. Uh, there's a Jack Dorsey quote with, re with reference to that last part. He says, quote, We got stuck in the age of typing. The power of text is amazing. But in some contexts, you want to see an image or video and something more emotive. Now, the, the ability to use text to express oneself is one of the things that's attractive about Twitter, that you have to be succinct. You have to learn how to make a point in a brief manner. And there are options to add pictures and videos, etc. But I guess, well, since the beginning of the year, the clarion call has been with respect to Twitter that they are pushing video. They're pushing video more and more and more. So I guess this is their way of saying, well, we're definitely pushing video. And we, I guess we can look forward to um, Twitter users having an even easier time to post videos and pictures, etc. with their tweets. It makes me wonder, will it be a tweet anymore? We'll see. But that's basically it for Twitter for now. You know, there's a lot going on, a lot of changes happening on that platform. So we just keep our ears on the ground and keep on top of this situation. On to the next story. Facebook Inc. Music Deal with Warner. According to this TechCrunch article, and I quote, Facebook signed a wide-ranging licensing deal that covers all of Warner Music's recorded and published music catalogs. Music from these can now be used in social experiences on Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, and Oculus. WhatsApp for now is not included, unquote. What does that mean, people? Mm, we are talking about you can use music from Jay-Z, 
you can use music from Nina Simone. You can use music from pre-2010 Madonna and so on. The catalog has been opened to us. Okay, we can use it on the platform for free and legally. Okay, this is so wonderful. Now, um, what does that mean exactly? Well, Facebook has to pay lots of royalties to Warner Music. Well, they will be paying royalties to um, Warner Music, as well as all the other um, labels uh, that they have made deals with. And um, the users, meaning us, <laughs> we are now legally cleared to use music from this label in any content that we post to these platforms. Now, remember, WhatsApp for now is not included. Okay? And um, ads are not yet covered as well. But they are working on finding a way to include paid content. You know, they're taking one step at a time. They signed whatever sign on a dotted line and now they're, you know, they're going to allow usage of the music in the organic, what they would call organic, we would call free content. In time, they will develop some kind of system or whatever to um, allow the use of the music in ads. Um, for those of us that tried out slideshows, etc., in our Facebook posts, you know, there are, those of you that have, that have tried it, you would have seen that options to add music to your slideshows, etc., was provided. So basically, from now, you can add a lot, lot, lot more music. You have a lot more options in terms of what you can use. For your social media posts, your videos, your, you name it. So have at it, people. Have at it. Movement by Facebook is looking more and more like they're trying to, they're, they're putting things in place to start challenging platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. But of course, we're tight-lipped about it. So we'll just have to wait and see. Okay, so on to the next story. Total verification for everyone. You get a verification, and you get a verification, and we all get verification. Yay! Well, no, it's not exactly like that. Um, according to a Marketing Land article, and I quote, During a 45-minute live stream, Twitter CEO and three other executives Answer questions around the site safety abuse and misinformation issues, unquote. And of course, this live stream took place on Periscope, which is owned by Twitter. And when um, at least about two people, two viewers um, asked questions concerning whether Twitter would be verifying more people, the Twitter CEO answered in the affirmative. He did specify, he did clarify his um, statement by indicating that Twitter was developing a new verification process which would help people to verify more identity details 
and with open verification to everyone. Um, another one of the other executives in the live stream said that part of the process is intended to remove the misunderstanding of the blue check mark as meaning credibility when it's really intended to mean identity and a way to count impersonation. Now when the executive said that I, I remembered the uproar when people discovered that this guy the Nazi he had a Twitter uh, verification and people were like so so what wh what does that mean is it that Twitter is, is basically verifying the credibility of this guy now as we can tell that was never what the blue check mark was supposed to mean all it's saying is that uh, that guy is the actual Nazi guy, I think it's Richard Spencer, yeah, no, that is the actual Richard Spencer, and it's not some other guy pretending to be Richard Spencer, but it's not saying we back him up or we say he's credible, we're just saying he is who he says he is, that's all, so the, the blue check mark, I, I repeat, based on what the executive says, it, it's intended to mean identity and a way to counter impersonation, it's not to verify, to say, okay, this person is credible or, or that Twitter stands behind them or something, according to the executive. It's going to be hard changing that misunderstanding because just by virtue of the word verify, yeah, it, it does have, it does um, lend itself to um, a confusion as to what it is you're trying to say. So they'll have to find some other, maybe they should try to find another word. Or use a different symbol. I mean, a, a tick. I mean, speaking as a teacher, you see a tick. That's somebody saying correct. That goes off in people's mind as correct, accurate, approved, etc. So Twitter, if you're listening to me over here, little old me and little Trinidad and Tobago, former teacher, a little tip. Change the symbol. Don't make it a tick. Okay? And, and maybe change the word that's being verification to something else. Maybe that will help to remove the misunderstanding. Again, feel free to use my ideas. Just send a little thousand by you, you know. Just to, you know, say hi and, you know, thank you, you know. A little gratitude goes a long way, right? So, basically, I, 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 you know, don't they know how I'm making some jokes. That's basically it. So, of course, this is not going to happen tomorrow. You're not going to wake up the next day and see... A blue check mark next to your name if you're if you're a twitter person it's going to take several weeks and according to what the ceo said in the live stream they want to rule and the other executives said it that they they want to take an approach that um that will lend itself to as little bias as possible and will some will try to find a way to get them out of the process so it's, it's outside of them. So they're probably looking to delegate to some other agency or some other program or algorithm to do it. So again, we'll keep our ear on the ground because this is going to be progressing and developing over time. So people, do you get a verification? Do you get a verification? Alright, alright, alright. I done, I done, I done. Alright, on to the next story. LinkedIn updates their terms of service. According to the LinkedIn blog post, and I quote, our terms of service, which includes our user agreement, 
privacy policy, cookie policy, and professional community policies is getting an update effective May 8, 2018. Unquote. And numerous changes were made. They provided a document that actually summarizes changes to the user agreement. And it's called that summary of changes to the user agreement. And one interesting change I observed was the shift from professional community guidelines to professional community policies. Now that one word now makes it clear that the rules and standards of behavior within the professional community that is LinkedIn will be enforced. It's no longer a suggestion. You know, when, you, when you're younger and, and your parents talking to you, an older person talking to you, and they like, um, they ask you to do something and you make it style, and then um, they tell you, oh, you thought it was a suggestion I was making. Well, right, that is LinkedIn going from, oh, you thought these were suggestions. This is a serious thing, okay? Now it's no longer guidelines. It's policies, as in do the right thing or we will deal with you. All right, so that's one of the bigger changes. Um, one, many of the other changes involve making it easier for the user to understand how LinkedIn would be using their personal data, whether for ads or to customize what the user sees or who sees them or so on. Okay, so I'll quote them again. Now, according to the LinkedIn blog, quote, Many of these changes are driven by a new European data protection law known as the General Data Protection Regulation, GDPR, which goes into effect in May, hence the rollout May 8th. Now, this is a very serious change. Europe is, is cracking down really seriously on how marketers access personal data and use personal data. So, a lot of the social media platforms you're going to be seeing making a lot of changes, a lot of shifts, a lot of updates over the next few months as they get ready for this GDPR in May. So that's LinkedIn for you. And on to the next story. Banks are partnering with WhatsApp in India. This according to a Money Control a publisher in India. Their headline was Axis Bank to partner with WhatsApp for UPI, and I quote, stressing that the fintech era is all about partnering, third largest private sector lender Axis Bank today said it will soon be able to process payments over the popular chatting application WhatsApp. Now, according to an international report at the beginning of the year, it was a trend that was already showing signs of, of appearing, especially in Asia with respect to social media. In Asia and in the eastern side of the world, social media apps are more than just talking in business. Their apps are used for a wide range of things. For example, WeChat, which is a version of um, a messenger app like, like WhatsApp, which is very popular in China. You could do things like order a taxi with WeChat. You know, so it's a lot more utilitarian. 
in in the eastern in the eastern side of the world. So this was a trend that was already picking its head up. The issue though is that they already have a young digital payment industry being developed in India. So having a, a huge player like WhatsApp coming into the fray and partnering with these large banks, because Axis is not the first bank that it's partnered with. It's partnered with ICI, CI Bank last month. So this is not the first bank it's partnered with. And WhatsApp with no having the backing of Facebook being owned by Facebook and all the all these clout and money that Facebook has jumping into that market it does threaten to hurt the local smaller e payment services that were already emerging in the Indian market. However that the impact of it is still yet to be seen. Um they are already in the test phase of the payments application when they say UPI, that stands for Unified Payment Interface. That's what it's using to process payments. So we'll see what happens because um, Facebook has already tried to throw money at a problem. For example, when it tried to increase internet access in Africa. And that failed horribly. So not just because you have a whole lot of money means that you're, going, you're guaranteed to be successful at whatever you do. So we'll keep our eyes open and aware of what's happening over there with respect to e-payments via WhatsApp. And that's it for our top stories. Now on to local updates. Unlike last week, these last six days has been um, a time of, of discoveries. Um, a lot of little things that were discovered on on Facebook in particular, how young they are or how old they are, I really cannot say, to be honest, given the youth of this podcast. But they are discoveries that aren't too easily found. So I'm just going to let you know. And whoever benefits from it, great. Whoever knew about it already, well, join the club. So the first one was made by my partner. He makes videos. And in going through his the video publisher section of Facebook, he discovered there was an entire um, collection of sounds and no-name music that, given all the places he searched, you really couldn't find anywhere else. I mean, you're talking about sounds like the actual sound of space or the actual sounds emitted by Jupiter, you know, things like that, that, that that you can use that legally okay and it, it was really interesting and, and a lot a lot of sound effects and you know, music that he hasn't seen anywhere else oh, sorry how can i say that he hasn't heard anywhere else now this tied into the same news story we gave just a moment ago where facebook inked a music deal with several music labels this was another effort they were making towards expanding their audio resources. They set up a new fee, a new service and called it Sound Collection and it's presented as a video editing tool, hence my partner finding it when he was going into his videos on Facebook. 
and this was part of a group of resources for video makers such as the C60 video community which and, and this group of resources coincided with the launch of the Facebook Creator app last year. Now this app is still only available on iOS platforms. No, it's not yet available on Android. But the communities, you can check it out. You can either go to the 360 video community. You can find them at Facebook 360. 360.fc.com. I repeat, just type in Facebook360.fc.com or common letters. And then there's an entire portal just for creators, people that create media, etc. That can be found at www.facebook.com slash creators slash and has a lot of great stuff um the facebook creator app is available locally but again it's not available on android it's only available on ios and that was the first big discovery of this week the other discovery there are two other discoveries both of which have to do with facebook again one is really straightforward but can prove to be a lot more con it makes things more convenient for you that's for whenever you need to upload a video on Facebook. There's a tool now that opens up that allows you to give the video a title, a description, tagging, upload captions, and everything from one place. So it's like a one-stop shop for the uploading of your videos. It looks really good. It's very easy to use. You can put your tagging. You can everything one time. You don't have to even writing the description. You know, sometimes you'll have a post and then add, add the video. That even that everything is on this one um, pop-up box, right? So that was one of the discoveries I made this week. The last discovery made this week so far was the option that's now available on Facebook page to provide prompts to users contacting you via Messenger. So if you're building up a page, a Facebook page, now if if you want to open up Messenger to your Facebook page, you can um, click yes for your visitors getting prompts anytime they wish to send you a message. So there will be the questions like um, if they want to make an order or if they want to make an appointment or they want to ask about the services. So, you know, basically frequently asked questions essentially in the form of prompts. So instead of having to type out everything, you can just click on the prompt and badam bing they've contacted you. Right? So that's I also put a video on my Facebook page at Big Picture Social Media Facebook page. I also included a video outlining how to set that up for your Facebook page. So if you're not following my page already Please feel free to do so. And that's it for our local updates. Now on to... And now for honorable mentions. We'll be providing these in the order of the respective social media platforms. So let's start with Facebook. Facebook gains exclusive deal to stream 25 
Major League Baseball afternoon games in the U.S. They're also being sued by BlackBerry for claiming Messenger apps infringe on their patents. Facebook is also introducing video chats in Messenger Lite. And now for Google. Google, just in time for International Women's Day this week, they started highlighting women-led businesses in search results. And they are now also allowing musicians to post directly to search results. However, this service is not available locally as one is required to use Google Posts, which is yet to come to Trinidad and Tobago. Snapchat Snapchat, along with Instagram, removed Giphy feature due to racial slur GIF. Yeah, I noticed that as well. It's off my phone as well. It's not as yet back. They're also adding user tagging in Snap. Finally, Instagram did this over a year ago. So now you can tag users in your Snap. Yay! LinkedIn. LinkedIn revealed this week a website demographics tool. Essentially, once you insert their code into your website, anyone that visits your website, you'll be able to gather information about them based on their LinkedIn profile. Instagram. They have an unlaunched portrait feature hidden inside. Maybe they're planning to release it, or they'd have one more thing to add to it before it's made available to us. Maybe. We'll see. Twitter. Twitter says that they're implementing measures to prevent crypto scams. Yeah, that's a big deal. A lot, a lot of scamming. First there's bots, there's toxicity, now there's crypto scams. My goodness. Twitter has a major, major problem on their hands. YouTube. YouTube Studios is moving out of beta with three new metrics and a redesigned dashboard. Don't have much details on this. I've yet to discover whether it's in Trinidad as yet. We'll get back to you in the next few weeks about that. And last but not least, Viber, which is somewhat popular here, is launching communities. These are group chats with up to, wait for it, 1 billion members. Billion, as in with the B, as in, you know, more than six zeros after the one. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people. That's a group chat. I'm not sure that's a group chat. That sounds like a stadium. Anyway, so Viber, I'm not sure why they're doing it, but So that's it for the honorable mention. That's it, folks. The end of our third episode of Sunny Side Up. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, make sure to click that subscribe or follow button. And join us again next week for another review of social media news. As we go, remember this. Social media is social. So make sure to reach out to someone today. Till later people. Bye.
The podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.